Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Hey everybody, I'm Magnus Carter. Welcome to the Making More Money for You show. Uh, today I have some special guests, but uh, last week, as you know, we talked about some board games and how they affected our lives. Uh, that spawned another video afterwards. It's on my ma on my YouTube channel. If you want to go take it out, at it's at Magnus Carter. And uh, this week we're going to talk about some fun things. Uh, every something that everybody wants to do but is afraid to do it because they don't want to miss work and the day to day life gets in the way. So we're actually going to talk about vacations, recovering for vacations, planning vacations. And uh, I couldn't find two more qualified people to talk about this than the people from Know From Travel, travel agency, Tim and Sade Wiggins. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, I know you guys have just been actually been on a couple uh, vacations yourselves. Uh, Where did you guys get to go? So we went on a cruise, we went to Cozumel, Mexico, and we went to Key West, Florida, and then we just got back Sunday from um, Disney World in Orlando. Wow, that's that's quite a, that's, uh, that's definitely a lot of travel in such a short amount of time, you, you know, you, you went from the Co Cozumel on a cruise, uh, so on a cruise and whatnot, what did you find was the best thing about a cruise than going on your typical vacation? So the thing that I love about cruises is it's all inclusive and you get to visit uh, multiple destinations all in, in one uh, vacation. Um, so we went to Key West, Florida and um, Cozumel. So we got to visit, you know, two different um, places. And then, like I said, it's all inclusive. So that's the thing that I love about cruises. That and um, there's so much food. <laughs> yes. uh, i've been on, i've been on a cruise myself and i i will agree i i enjoy that there's multiple locations you don't have to do anything all you got to make sure you do is get on the boat before it leaves um where your uh um departure and where your uh and your arrival place uh and definitely the food love the food i my what was it my cruise was on carnival what cruise lines did you guys use carnival carnival as well okay and uh key west is definitely one of my fun places to visit a huge jimmy buffett uh parrot head um through and through so actually going through down there and seeing the landmarks and seeing what he wrote about and and seeing the beauty down there itself you know is, is breathtaking yeah it's a beautiful how, place uh so how long were you guys down there for was it for a day a day when you were on the cruise or was yeah it a couple days Mm -hmm. Yeah, typically you'll um, be at the stop for, you know, how many hours roughly? Like seven hours or so. And then um, and then from there, you know, the ship departs to its next destination or you have, you know, the sea day where you're not stopping necessarily. You're just enjoying the amenities that's on the ship. Okay. Okay. Now, for you to, to go on this cruise, how far in advance did you book your travel? That I know a lot of uh, families and and depending on the people, how many people are going, the group, you know, the groups that are, are going, how far in advance do you have to book for a vacation like that? So I would say um, no, I would say 
six months in advance, um, no later than 30 days out, but you want to try to definitely book it early. So I would say at least six months out. Okay. Okay. So definitely six months out um, is now I know we, we, this going on vacation, the vacation is such a broad topic. And I know we live, we did uh, some backend work on trying to figure out what would be best for the listeners and for you guys to explain. And, you know, for me to talk about uh, one thing that I do um, want to talk about are when you book a, tr- a trip like that, what kind of fees are involved with this? What, what do you, what does the person actually need to have to go on a cruise since we're on the cruise topic at the moment? Um, so you definitely going to have to, you can prepay for gratuities ahead of time. Um, if not, you can do it um, when you get on the, on board, um, you have to pay for it um, the last day before you disembark. So okay. I would, I always recommend um, go go ahead and prepay in ahead of time. So that way, you know, it's already included and then you don't have to worry about it. Um, last minute, the day when it's time to um, disembark. There's also um, taxes and fees is um, also going to be included um, with your cruise um, fare. So those are the main two. And you also want to make sure that you um, go ahead and recording in progress, whatever cash you're going to have on hand available. So that way, um, you know, you already have cash for additional tips for anything from, um, you know, the port tips for, you know, the, the crew that handles your luggage or tips for any kind of uh, shuttle transportation, things of that nature, in additional tips for the staff um that's on the cruise ships um because they do such a good job that we're always just wanting to be generous in that regard as far as you know providing extra tips where possible so um i would say as part of your budget you want to make sure that you have a good understanding of how much cash you're going to want to bring as well not you don't want you don't want to bring too much but you know enough to be able to cover you know any any tips that you may want to provide and if you're going to be doing any excursions as well, I recommend booking, go ahead and booking that as well. Um, soon as you book your cruise, there's usually, um, you can go ahead and book excursions. So you can go ahead and book that and get that out the way instead of waiting until you get on board to book it. Yeah, that's a big one. You mm-hmm. also get um, discounts doing it that way as well. Right. Okay. It, because it's guaranteed money that it's it's already a spot that's filled. They don't have to worry about it later and, and whatnot. Now, you did bring up gratuities and tips and whatnot. What, when you're when you're tipping these folks, what is like, um, what's a good general practice for tipping someone like your bartender, your, your uh, waiter, uh, the person, like you said, that handles your, your bags and whatnot. I like a small, like a small scale on average, what would you tip them? It's, 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 it's very, it varies dramatically. And the reason why I say that and not to dance around the question, but, with a cruise in particular, it's um, it's a little tricky because your general gratuities are already taken out. Um, so you know whatever you're providing is considered to be you know extra. Okay. Um, so I would say it it would really just depend on your personal budget. Like for us in general, we there isn't like a percentage I could provide for you in that regard. If it was like a, a tip for, you know, without it being extra and it's like your standard, 
deduction for what would you take out for or gratuity? That would be one thing. But for this in particular, it's more so your if if the person goes above and beyond, and you know you may want to leave an extra five or ten dollars or something to that effect. Um, okay, I I did I did the same thing for uh, the house the housework the housework people because they they clean up real quick and they're constantly gone. You know that's that's personal, but it's up to the person that'll do that. So. Um, you did touch on another thing that I love doing are excursions. So the excursions that the cruise line offers, you can find those out when you book your trip as well, um, either online or on the website or whatever. Uh, how uh, you said book those as soon as possible, right? Because they, they fill up really fast. Uh, what What would be the best or ideal thing to to book the excursion with it would it be like your bank card with a visa card with cash check cod blood um wh- which one works best <laughs> some people do want blood so i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I, I would say um your card um your debit credit card if you have um usually when you book your cruise if however you're paying um to book your cruise you can go ahead and add your excursions on while you're booking. So um, I would say your card. Yeah. And um, I think we're leaving it general card because it is a, a polarizing topic, right? So, you know, which one is uh, better to use there for, you know, that kind of a thing, a, a debit card, credit card, you know, like with credit card, you do get the extra protection um, as far as like, if there's any kind of, um, um, issues, you know, you, you're, 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 you have better service with the credit card versus the debit card in most situations, but some people prefer not to use credit cards and they rather use the debit card only. So just, it, that's why we, we typically just leave it general, you know, whatever card you prefer to use. Um, but there are advantages and disadvantages to either or. Okay. All right. Um, let's get off of cruises for a little bit. We, you know, we have such, we have so much more to go through. Uh, we'll definitely circle back on some some of these more more pressing topics because they actually are touched in on other uh, parts of the agenda that we already were plan on talking about. So when you do your your excursion, like when you went to the Cozumel, so when you went off off uh, off the ship and whatnot, did you get a chance to do what you want, or was it was it already uh, structured for you? So it was already um, structured. So we booked the tour. Um, It was an excursion tour package. So um, we got to tour Cozumel um, and we got to go by the beach and do some shopping. Uh, It's pretty much a shopping and beach tour um, and a tour of Cozumel that we did. So that one was pretty much structured. Okay. Okay. All right. So that would... And, you know, you can always stack on top of, on top of your excursions. You, we can always do, uh, you can always can what's the cancellation policy. Is that, does that differ from, uh, company to company or travel agency to travel agency? If you, if something does come up, uh, is that something that you would actually get your money back or partial or a partial of your money back? Uh, so it does differ um, depending on um, what what you booked and um, you know what operator you went with. So, but usually um, you can get your money back. Um, it's fully refundable um, as far as excursions go. Um, 
I think it's 24 hours um, in advance to be able to cancel and get a refund. So it's pretty much um, leeway with excursions and tours. All right. That's great. So now we're going, you know, the hardest part is actually that we talked about a cruise and whatnot, but how does a purse, what is used to determine where to go on vacation? Like where is the best knowledge to find out uh, where I want to go, what I want to do, especially for the people that have no idea what they want to do, or uh, they've been to some place, but they want to try something different. Uh, what do you recommend to those type, those, those clients or friends of yours? Um, so I would just start by asking them questions, okay. uh, asking them, you know, get a list of places they already been to, what type of things they like to do or what type of activities they like to do when they're on vacation. Um, do they want to relax, go somewhere where it's relaxing, um, where it's a lot to do. So just kind of um, asking questions to see and get an idea of, um, you know, where they would like to go. We kind of chuckled at the beginning of that response because that's probably 70% of customers yeah. don't know where yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'm definitely one of them unless I have something specific I want to go and do. I, I'm, I'm guilty of that myself. It's like, where do you want to go on vacation? No idea, but pick somewhere. Yes, uh, it's one I of those have, sites. Mm, <laughs> I have clients just tell me, um, I just want to go somewhere a couple of days. Just find me somewhere, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, with those as well as that, that cover that comes to transportation. How are you know what is the best way to get to point A to point B? And a lot of that depends on what your destination. So we have you know. Uh, cars, we have planes, we have trains, which was a really good movie. Um, you know, we got subways, we got everything else. So how does one budget for that type of, of travel? Is that like a way before beginning question or is that a question that happens after you decide where you're going? I would say, um, well, really, that's kind of a trick question because really both. So you want to already, I would say ideally you want to already be in the practice of having a budget um, just for your general finances to begin with. So that way, when it's time to go on vacation, you're not um, trying to scramble to come up with a way to afford it. But um, it does dramatically help to know exactly where you're going when you're trying to come up with a budget specific to a trip. Um, So um, yeah, I would definitely, you know, I think Shadi mentioned earlier, you know, if you can do six months in advance, that's, that's wonderful. I know that's not majority of people where we like to plan way ahead, but, you know, a lot of people are more, you know, on, on the spur of the moment, last minute kind of a deal. So, um, but if the further along, further ahead you can without going over six months, um, the better, um, but definitely you know once you know exactly where you want to go and then it's time you know to do the research on okay well what excursions you want to do what um what restaurants you want to go to and just kind of gather estimates on how much money it would take to accomplish that and then are you going to have to compromise in certain areas are you going to have to you know stay maybe a day less than what you wanted to um or are you going to sacrifice something else to accommodate for 
you know, the budget for the trip. So it's just, you know, once you know exactly what you want to do, it makes it a lot better. Okay. And speaking of travel and for the last couple of years, we've had so many travel restrictions and everything that's going on uh, with masks and testing and uh, quarantining and whatnot. How, um, I have some good news on that. I don't know if you've seen this yet or not, but eight airlines just dropped their mandatory masks requirements. And uh, those airlines are Alaska, American, Delta, Frontier, JetBlue, Southwest, Spirit, and United. Mm -hmm. So... I, I wasn't sure if you were aware of that or not. And I'm sure that is definitely a yeah. question that is on everybody's mind nowadays, especially with uh, what procedures that are in place for this. So do you have a list of the procedures and uh, bookings and whatnot when you go through, when you book somebody uh, to their uh, destination or whatnot, or is that up to the customer to find out what they need to do? So, yeah, I do have a list. Um, depending on where they're going, their destination, um, I can go in and check and see um, the travel restrictions. So I definitely send them, um, email them a copy um, so that they're aware of it as well. Okay. that That's wonderful. So with that said, how in your per, personal professional um, opinions and experience, how has travel changed? For you as a business owner, as a travel agent, and now as a uh, uh, travelers yourselves, um, now that this is finally starting to, I'm not going to say the word over, is declining or being less restrictive. Well, we definitely see the difference as far as the amount of people that are traveling this year alone. Um, everyone you know, spring break, for example, um, it's, it's been a lot of, a lot of, um, traffic as far as like, you know, people, um, comparatively to say like the last couple of years have, you know, just booking trips or, um, finding information on trips or getting quotes, you know, like the, just the numbers are going up. So that's a good sign for the travel industry. Um, that, and the fact that, you know, um, numbers around the pandemic are positive as far as you know going in the right direction so less restrictions less excuses for people to not travel um right. so um yeah it's 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 been positive overall this year as far as you know the travel industry in the, in the business as a whole um that being said um stuff is expensive right now um as far as you know the, the air that I'm sure everyone's seen, you know, plane tickets right now. And then, <laughs> and then, um, you know, just, just the, the companies in general are trying to recoup, you know, money that was lost the last couple of years or so. So um, it doesn't seem to be at the point where it's like deterring a lot of people because people are still booking. So, um, but that's just something to be aware of as well. Like this year, things have been a little more pricey. Um, and that's just because we believe that, you know, companies are trying to recoup. Yeah, I can definitely, I am definitely one for that because I have a few trips coming up myself. 
I have seen definitely how much things have increased. And I've also seen how much more traffic there are in airports and in airplanes and rental cars, taxis. There, people are out. People are, are tired of being, you know, caged in their homes and whatnot. And now they're just breaking free. I def, I'm, I was one, uh, but I actually traveled during the whole thing that's been going on. I was very fortunate to actually still see parts of the country. Uh, but however, ple um, pleasure travel is def. I I definitely feel that in my wallet, uh, my credit cards definitely see that as well. <laughs> so um, yeah. now now from that, we can actually go into like you were saying before the budgeting aspect of it. What for a we'll go with the average, actually not even average anymore is the the family of four people, four or five people. A you were just at Disney World. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll use Disney World as an example because I know a lot of kids out there want to go. Um, a lot of adults want to go because one, they either been there and want to go back or two, they've never been there. What, how, to, how do you budget for a trip like that? What, what kind of questions do you ask uh, to get the, uh, the actual right things? Because you know you want to go down there and you want to do everything. Well, it helps to talk to someone that has the Disney experience um, because there's a lot of, let's just say that the mouse has a lot of hidden cost behind the whole operation that he has going on there. So um, I would say, you know, talk to someone that, that has that experience to be able to guide you in the right direction as far as, hey, you know, if you get this certain kind of pass, you still have to pay for parking, um, which is $25 a day, I believe. Um, if you go to SeaWorld, it's like $40 a day. Wow. Christmas time, it was almost $50 a day. I'm not yeah, going to lie. It, it fluctuates. It fluctuates. Yeah. It just depends on, yeah. you know, the time or the season or whatever. Um, and not only that, but, you know, things like, you know, if you get like a specific kind of pass, um, that lets you on rides um, at a certain time. You have to be aware of the fact that if you buy that pass that gets you on the rides at a shorter time, then you still have to book your time for getting on those rides. So it's not a matter of you buy the pass and you automatically get to skip the line. No, you still have to go into the Disney app and then book a certain time to get on said ride so there's this is a lot of that's be aware of. that's one thing i when i was down at disney for christmas i will say what without a doubt it's like uh, i will talk about that that is their genius pass yes. that they start putting out <laughs> I, I am not a fan of it because I once i it. once i paid for it i looked in the app itself and there was nothing available yeah absolutely <laughs> nothing available to use it i'm like it's gone like that it's gone that was 69 dollars for that app to do that per person right and it was gone i'm like not only that but there's also specific areas in each of the parks that the genie pass doesn't apply to so you have to buy a whole separate right. pass for those rides yes like uh <laughs> rise of the resistance was not one of them yeah right. was not one of them Right. <laughs> there, there's a couple. Yeah, you actually have to look in there and see it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'll agree with that. That's a huge hidden fee and whatnot, especially 
well, that was one. Uh, the park hopper pass is another one. Yeah. Because park if you do park hopper, which the park hopper means you can take from one park to another park to the other park. So you can mm-hmm. actually do all three parks in one day. Right. Why you would do that, that is completely insane. <laughs> <I know>. Right. <laughs> by the time by the time you get to the ride, mm-hmm. you're being that for an hour and then going back out two miles, back out to the gate, and then it's, that's just no, that's just crazy. Right. Man. <laughs> yes so definitely we have you know definitely have to con- consider and see how many parks um you know they want to go to how many passes how many days they want to visit and you know if they want to park hot so just have to ask them those questions and see you know what all um do they want to see how many parks they want to visit um that's going to play a factor as well into the price mm-hmm. And then there's also, you know, ways you can, you know, save too. So that's just another thing that comes down to someone who who has that Disney experience can, you know, kind of help out with that as well. Um, even going back to not, not only with Disney, but going back to cruises as well, there's ways you can save money there as well. Say like if it's, you know, the person's anniversary, for example, right? So you can probably speak more of that. Um, Right. So um, definitely want to let, um, like if you're going on a cruise or just anywhere, let them know if you're celebrating something special because some um, suppliers, hotels and resorts or cruise ships, they um, do offer discounts or even have a special um, package for you or a gift or a discount um, that they'll leave for you. Um, so when we went on a cruise for our anniversary, they gave us $50 off um for the spa so definitely it's a good idea to let them know if you're celebrating something special yeah that's i'll definitely uh consider that next time i'm going it's my birthday i'm just gonna go with that it's (laughs) see what what happens (laughs) (laughs) so um let's see here we talked about some of the restrictions that we have we talked about a little bit of budgeting so i want to get into more of that in the second part of the segment uh also overspent we're going to talk about some overspending issues you know we did talk about a couple of the hidden costs especially with the mouse and uh also one with uh cruises is that soda is not included in your beverage package right so (laughs) fyi found out the hard way (laughs) or bottled water yeah but uh so those are just some of the things that we've done. We also talked about the mask restrictions that are lifting, especially on eight of the major airlines out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaska, American, Delta, Frontier, JetBlue, Southwest, Spirit, and United. Uh, there's some that are still following it, which, you know, that's their prerogative. It's, you know, their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, however they feel safe and however the person feels safe. So we've talked about that. We also talked about some of the things, some of the trips that we've also been on. So I, I'm looking forward to the second part of the segment of getting deeper into saving people money, especially on more ideas on how to book further events and definitely the recovery of it because I'm one for overspending. And uh, I want to thank all my listeners out there right now that are tuned that have tuned in. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break in a couple moments um i am here with tim and sade wiggins from no Tra- no from travel uh located in south carolina am i correct on right that? columbia and, south carolina yes okay and they definitely have a facebook group that we can we'll definitely get you some contact information about and uh 
we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I have a phone number in case you have any questions. In the meantime, uh, let's see where if I can find that real quick. I just had it. It's one 472 5790 1-866-472-5790. And we're going to be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Magnus Carter. You are on the Making More Money For You show. We are talking about vacations, how to plan them, how to recover from them, uh, hopefully make a little bit more money when you get back from one. And uh, with me, I have Sade and Tim Wiggins from No From Travel. Um, I do have the contact number if you have any questions for our lovely guests or myself. That is 1-866-472-5789. That's one 472 5789 We covered quite a bit of topics before the break. Uh, we did some cruising. We've done some restriction relief um, on travel restrictions. We've also covered some excursion things, uh, how to actually make a little bit, planning a little bit easier. And uh, right now, let's uh, talk about some, uh, a way to actually... Uh, let's see here. Uh, recover from overspending on a vacation. I am known for it. I'm sure quite a bit out there are known for it as well. Uh, you get on vacation, you get on that mode, you get your credit card out. You actually just say, I got to have that because 
you're like a big kid at a candy store right now and you go and buy it. And before you know it, you get done from vacation. Then you see your credit card bill. So Tim and Sade, what are some of the things we can actually do to limit ourselves from that type of behavior on vacation? Listen, folks, it happens to everyone. It it happened to us. The mouse got us this time. All right. We spent a little more than what we wanted to. Okay. It happens. But, um, you know, there's ways you can prevent that. And then if it does happen, there's ways you can recover from that as well. So um, it all goes back to what we were talking about earlier, budget, 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 right? So you want to have a defined number. And although we sometimes go a little bit over that number, you want to have the number. Having the number is 90% of the work, right? So if you have... um, a defined budget. We use a zero-based budget, right? So that means that, you know, we have a set dollar amount and then we 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 say, okay, this amount of money is allocated for this, this amount of money is allocated for that. And then at the end of the day, every single dollar in your budget should be assigned to something, right? So um, once you have that, then, you know, you have at least a starting point versus if you don't budget at all, and it's just a free-for-all, then you're just going to be charging your credit card like crazy without any control because you don't have any kind of strategy whatsoever. So if you have a strategy, then it kind of helps with, you know, going over, you know, whatever number you set. So um, I guess another thing that you can do is just learn to tell yourself no, (laughs) which is hard. But um, there were a few times where, you know, I had to, use restraint because you know you want to get everyone a gift right you want to get souvenirs for everyone and you can do that but you don't have to break the bank trying to you know get souvenirs for grandma and auntie and and everyone else right so the way we do it a lot is we'll because since we we're traveling more often now we'll split it up so like last time you know both of our mothers got something and, and grandmother this time, you know, someone else got something. So it's, you don't have to get everyone something every trip kind of a thing. Um, and also just watch your spending with a big one is food. I noticed. So oh, it's love e- food. Yeah. It's easy. Loving it. <laughs> yeah, me too. But it's easy to overspend when, when eating. So just, just be mindful of that. There's ways you can, you know, save money. Um, you know, you can eat, eat, somewhere nice, you know, some days, but you don't have to eat somewhere like super expensive every single day. So that kind of a thing. Um, But um, the other big one I think you asked is how to recover, right? So, um, so we did it this time, right? So we we went over our budget, not by a lot, but it, it was, you know, a good amount. And, you know, you feel if you're like anything like me, where, you know, your um, personal finance conscious, then you're feeling a little bit of guilt there. So you're, you're kind of like, you know, I, I, I set this budget and I didn't quite stick to it. So, you know, now what, what a, the only thing you want to do is just make sure that you don't dwell in that. So you don't want to like keep overspending or keep, you know, going down that path because you, you know, you, you, you got a little dirty with the mouse. You know what I mean? Like the, the mouse took your, your card out your hand and started swiping it for you, that kind of a thing. So You feel like you got robbed. <laughs> so I already got robbed. I'm already over budget. I might as well keep spending, you know, 
elsewhere, right? Well, no, that's not the right attitude to have. Same thing with like, I guess it can be, it can be compared to someone that's on a fitness plan or a diet plan and they overate one day and it's easy to get the mindset of, well, I already overate, so this week's kind of a bust, so I can just keep going down a path of overeating the rest of this week. Well, no, I mean, it's going to not only take you longer to recover from that, but um, you're just going to feel worse overall. So it's just whenever you do have a bad day financially, as far as like overspending while on a trip, the biggest thing I can, biggest piece of advice I can give is just, all right, just chalk it up to that day is a loss, but tomorrow's a new day and you don't have to keep going down that same path. You can just get back on track and keep, you know, doing what you've been doing and stick to the plan. Now I have a question about the budgeting uh, for you too. Now, do you have three different budgets? for when you travel, um, a family budget and each a personal budget, or do you have just one big budget? So for us personally, we use one budget. So okay, it's a month to month kind of a budget. So like we'll sit down, you know, we try to do it at least twice a week, but we'll, um, excuse me, once every two weeks, but we'll, um, we'll get together as a family and we'll say, you know, all right, this is, everything that we're doing in the next two weeks, right? So we wanna make sure that the budget that we have covers everything. And then if there's a trip involved, then we wanna make sure that the money's, you know, gonna be in the bank account when we said it was gonna be, especially if we're using a credit card. So that way we can have the money to pay it off immediately and don't have to like carry over a a balance or whatnot. Um, But um, there's no different from if, there is a month where we're not going anywhere. It's, it's still the same budget. It's just the, the budget for that week or month would have a line item for travel in that instance. Okay. Now I, I have a question and I don't even know if these things are real anymore. I'm going to really date myself, especially when banks used to offer these are vacation clubs. Are those things still relevant nowadays? I know somebody out there may have one like from like 1984 and they're calling for it to have, come back but are those still a viable option anymore um yeah i mean this that's another polarizing thing too it's like some people swear by them some people think that you know they're um they're really bad so but yeah that is still a thing um wow okay yeah it's not something that we particularly you know specialize in or knowing you know or experts at, but we do recognize that they're all still out there. Okay. All right. So that's still an option for all the, all of us 80 babies and seventies. We can still go to the bank and put money away for a vacation club instead of using a credit card. That's wow. I didn't expect that to actually be still in existence. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're still called vacation clubs or not, but the concept is still there. The concept is okay. Okay. That, that'll actually go into, um, now, okay, we covered not being guilty about. We definitely talked about not being guilty about it. But what do you? How do you guys feel when you actually buy something that you have actually seen and only seen on the internet, and actually you can have it in your hand at the moment? Is it one of those things where you want to buy it right then and there, or is it like, well, I've wanted this for so long, and I look at it and eh, it looked better on the picture? 
type of thing going on or is it a mixture of it depending on what the object is i I know that's definitely a factor of it but do you buy the item or do you put it back on the shelf and let someone else buy it so that that comes down to the person me personally i can emotionally detach myself from uh, something like that so if i see it and it's not what i thought it was yeah i just you know cut my losses and i'm like nope not doing it Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now, when we're in the recovery phase, all right, we did the budgeting. Now it's time to go have fun. We're out. We're at our vacation spot. We're we're having fun. You know, we actually didn't do too bad on the budget. We didn't, you know, completely gone dry on money and whatnot. When you come when you come back from a trip with with money, what do you end up doing with the money? Should you have some left? What do you guys, what do you personally do? Do you put that towards your next trip or do you actually just put that in and pay a bill and it gets lost back in the shuffle? Yeah. I mean, it, we personally, um, well, it depends on what's going on that month. Right. So if there is say like a, um, a bill that we hadn't paid yet, we'll go ahead and put that towards the bill. Um, Say if someone had debt, they could, you know, use that money towards their debt, which mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't be going on vacation if you got a lot of debt, but that's another topic. <laughs> but <laughs> if you if you um say like if you want to um um use that, if you don't have any immediate use for that money and you want to go ahead and put it in an account for your next trip, which is what we do most of the time, then we'll go ahead and roll that over to our next trip. Um, okay. which for us personally, um, um, which we did that for the cruise. So we had some money left over on the cruise that we used for Disney. Um, okay. one thing we did, we talked about that. Um, I know we talked about before, um, I'm, we're going to bring the audience in on this on a little secret that I like to do. And I know you guys like to do is I like to make sure all my bills are paid for the month before going on vacation a lot of people is like okay it's due at the end of the month i'm not going to pay it till i get back <laughs> but i am one to personally go out and find my bills for that month because i still have them sent to me in my, in mail in physical form so i know i have to do it uh <laughs> that's how retentive i am about paying bills on time anymore is i make sure they come in the mail and then when i get them i actually pay them and then Personally, I feel better. So in case I do overspend, it's it's not so bad, and I don't have to come back and wonder where I'm paying for a bill. I, I you guys can definitely agree. And do you tell that with your clients as well um, when they do when they do come out come out and ask questions of budgeting or where they want to go on vacation? If the topic comes up, definitely. Yes. Um, so it's a slippery slope when you're in business, you don't want to be the person that offers advice when not asked. Right. But right, right. If, it, if the topic comes up and you open that door, then yeah, we're going to, you know, definitely give you some solid advice on, you know, making sure that you have everything accounted for before you leave. So that where there's no, no, no um, bitter taste in your mouth when you get right. back or any surprises. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one major thing that I love to do. And, you know, I tell my friends what I do before that. And they look at me like I'm weird. I'm like, you pay your bills. What? I'm like, yeah, I pay them before they're due or even the month before for the next month. Mm -hmm. So it does. So I don't have to worry about it. 
it's right. one less thing. It's like, okay, it's paid. It's, now I have more money that I can budget for the trip. Mm-hmm. So, um, which leaves me to, I know you have a lot of horror stories of people that book trips on themselves. And I know you've saved a lot of people, a lot of money and whatnot. So what are some of the pros? What are some of the cons of using a travel agency uh, that you found um, as you became travel agents yourselves? So definitely one of the pros is um, we definitely save you time because it takes a lot of time to plan a vacation, especially, you know, if you don't know where you want to go, um, research and doing a lot of research um, about these, you know, about different destinations and resorts and hotels, um, reading reviews. So that definitely takes a lot of work. So we save you time. We do all that for you. Um, you know, we have the knowledge and the expertise about um, the different destinations and different um, suppliers that we work with and have um, relationships with. So we know who to um, book with and who to um, work with and what hotels are good. So um, those are some pros. Also, um, we can save money. And if not, we can price match as well. So if you find something online, um, when you're booking online yourself, you're still using an online travel agency. It's just the internet is doing it for you versus okay. having a live agent. Um, so when you're booking online, sometimes you're not reading the terms and condition and all the fine print. Sometimes you just skip over that. So, you know, we as agents, we there, we're there to tell you all the um, terms and conditions, the red tapes, give you all the rundown of everything. So you won't be surprised when you get there, like as we mentioned earlier about hidden fees or um, just things in general about parking and um, resort fees. We tell you all of that up front. Um, and also if something goes wrong on vacation, um, instead of calling and being on hold, trying to get to the right department, the right person, um, standing in long lines at airports to book your next flight, we're there and we can handle all of that. So we're there 24 seven um, from beginning to end, um, before your trip starts, way after your trip starts. We're there to help you if anything goes wrong, any surprises, um, we're there. So we're there to tell you the value versus the price and give you the rundown of everything. Wow, okay, you guys do all. Well, I did. I actually, I'm actually a customer of No From Travel. They are actually helping me book some excursions and whatnot from uh, my upcoming trip, which I'm going to be broadcasting from Jamaica. Yes, I'm letting you everybody know I will be in Jamaica <laughs> for one of my shows, and it's going to be live. So I prepare you now. I have no idea what's going to show is going to be about at the moment, and who's actually going to show up on it. So you're going to have to stay tuned to figure that one out. Um, but yes, I have used no from travel. Uh, they, the excursion, they did price match for me because I did actually find one. The exact same excursion was from, from them and from the internet was $60. You know, once you start adding things like that up, those little fees and whatnot, you price match. And I I wanted that peace of mind. I I don't want to be in lines. I I've dealt with that so many times throughout my travel, travel days of work. And I have found out that a travel agent, a good travel agent will be there, like you were saying, from beginning to end. And I, I look forward to actually using that and um, letting you guys know how, how it actually went. So 
and that's got to be one of the best best things that are qualities about being a travel agent. You can actually tell people where you've been and show them pictures. Am I right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It always so, helps. Mm-hmm. So even you can so you can actually attest, you know, firsthand. It's like okay, well, we try, you know, try this restaurant, try that. Mm-hmm. Um, this this paycheck, this uh, is a little bit more money, but you're not getting it as much. So, have you noticed that the people that you've contacted with, um, you were getting more actually a better response since you actually been on the trips than actually just reading them from a book? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, at, when you were on vacation or whatnot, uh, back at back at the uh, in in Florida, we'll go from we'll go down to the Florida Keys. Out of all those things, even though you're a travel agent, were there unexpected uh, items that had to be paid for or unexpected um, issues that came up that you had to accommodate for? And how did how did you actually get through it? Um, issues. I'm trying to think of any issues. They weren't unexpected. Cost. Um, okay. I mean, Carnival makes it re- very convincing to get you to buy the pictures that they take of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am not for and pro or against Carnival pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know if it counts as so, an issue, yeah. but it was well, a, that was an unexpected cost. And, yeah, <laughs> but that's an unexpected cost that you yeah. know at the end of the day you're gonna have to see that on your bill, mm-hmm. and then of course, Shade, mm-hmm. you're huge in the in the uh, in the cruise cruise world is you get that itemized bill at the end when you check out. Am I right? Yes. You so do. you either you're gonna be like, okay, I did okay, or Oh my goodness, I gotta eat cereal for the next two months. Yes. <laughs> so. mm. Now, when you put that credit, you do have to have a credit card on file for them to to have surcharges and, and whatnot for that on. That's like one of the best things to do, and hotels and whatnot do that too for d- direct deposits and uh, the security deposits and whatnot. Have you found, oh, Honestly, we're almost out of time, guys. Um, uh, we're going to have to continue this later. Um, honestly, if you guys can share your contact information, how we can get a hold of you guys. Okay. Because um, I know you guys have actually some show promotions that you are offering on the show here that you have sent me and that I can read if you don't have them handy. Of Some of the, uh, uh, for my listeners and whatnot, our listeners right now, to actually come to you with these uh these uh show prices if i'm yeah. correct yes so okay. you you want to go ahead and read them or you want me? Uh-huh. yeah i can do it or you can do it um if you have them lo- listed right there we can go over them and then we can also do the contact information okay. i can wrap up the show okay so my contact information um my cell phone number is 803-807-2752 um, our email is knowfromtravel at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, um, Know From Travel. And we also have a Facebook group, The Travelers, the Travelers Club 101. Okay. Uh, uh, question for you, Shade. Is that N-O Travel or is that K-N-O-W? So it's no K-N-O-W 
from F R O M Travel T R A B E L. Okay. And awesome. Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so we can definitely hit you up on Facebook. We have your email. We have your contact information. And I have a flyer right here that I'm going to post up later on on Twitter and uh, all the social medias that uh, Tim and Shade actually forwarded to me that I can read on the show so you can get a discounted rate on a Labor Day cruise that's coming up. It's leaving NAF. It's for NASA and Half Moon Key. Uh, deposit is $50 per person. Uh, monthly payments are until June 15th, 2022. Uh, the cabins range from interior, uh, $486 per person. Uh, ocean view cabins are $558 per person. And the balconies are $686 per person. Uh, it's a two, four, six-day cruise. Uh, one, two... Two days at sea, uh, you leave from Charleston, South Carolina. You return there. You leave there on Saturday, and you return on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. And yep. we have a Mardi Gras that is going to San Juan, Amber Cove, and Grand Turk. Uh, you can book that. Uh, that is for December 3rd is your shipping date. Uh, the interior cabins are 771 per person. Uh, balconies uh, just over a thousand, actually about eleven hundred. Uh, right. They also include these prices include your taxes, your fees, your gratuities, um, and they can be done in easy payments. To uh, get this uh, information or more of, of this information, if you're interested in it, uh, definitely hit no from travel. Mention the making more money for you show, and they will hook you up on that. Um, that is the lovely show specials that we have from our guests. And uh, honestly, traveling, I love travel. I can't wait to travel. I'm looking forward to it. You know, a couple months here and there, it's it's not, it seems like a lifetime to you guys are ready to go on it. Not going to lie. I thank you for having the time to actually come out here uh, out of your busy work schedules to discuss some of the ways that, uh, travel has uh, Shanghaied us, robbed us of time and money, and also um, that there's actually people out there that will help you and can help you and save time, money, and have one of the best experiences that you can have. Uh, next week, I have a special guest that's very dear to me. He, We are actually going to talk about how to make your uh, your home make money for you. It's going to be interesting uh, with or without you being there as well. So if you guys are interested in how your house can actually make you money uh, while you're paying the bills and paying the mortgage and whatnot, tune in next week while I have a very special guest, Cody Smith, on with me. So uh, please be safe out there. Enjoy this. And uh, when you are on vacation, enjoy the time that you're away and put the phones away. Because the time you have there, it doesn't last forever. And uh, be mindful of where you, when you come back. This is Magnus Carter, my guests, Sadie and Tim Wiggins. Thank you for being here. And uh, have a great week, guys. Everyone else. Thanks for listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter on the Voice America Business Channel. 
We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.